from the Evening Standard in London. This is The Leader. Hi, I'm David Marsland. Hundreds of thousands of people are not registered to vote in the upcoming general election. The standards urging all of them to get their voices heard. If you don't participate, if you don't try to make your voice count, then really you don't have any justification in grumbling on the sidelines when you've missed the chance to put your voice into that equation. Our Home Affairs editor, Martin Bentham, looks at how one person's vote can make a difference. Also... The school children protesting against London's pollution by installing aeroplane-style breathing masks at their bus stop. And... Netflix is splashing out about $15 billion on content this year. Um, Amazon, it's thought to be about $7 billion. Uh, I don't think we've got figures yet from the newbies, but, uh, I mean, Apple TV Plus has signed up. How the streaming wars are diversifying audiences and bringing huge amounts of money to London. Taken from the Evening Standard's editorial column, this is the leader. For the whole thing, pick up the newspaper or head to standard.co.uk slash comment. In a moment, not just why to register to vote, but how to make it easy. Hi, I'm Lawrence Delalio, host of the Evening Standard Rugby Podcast, brought to you in partnership with QBE Business Insurance. The show is available to listen to now and right up to the end of the season when the winners of the Champions Cup will be crowned at Tottenham Hotspur Stadium and the fight for the Premiership title will be decided at Twickenham. QBE is one of the world's leading insurers and they will help your business build resilience through risk management and insurance solutions. Subscribe and download now wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for listening. Nearly a quarter of those eligible to vote in London are not registered to do so, and that's in a city with so many marginal seats, it'll play a pivotal role in who wins this general election. The picture's not much better around the UK, and it's young people and renters who are most at risk of losing their voice. That's why the Evening Standard is campaigning to get everyone who should be on the electoral register signed up. Being able to vote and then doing so is not just a matter of performing a public duty. It is also an act which can help to determine who holds power and the policies to be implemented. Put simply, it is no use complaining about the direction of politics if you have failed to take part in the process. The 2016 referendum, when the lower voting rate among Remain-backing young tipped the outcome in favour of leave, is a powerful reminder of the consequences of opting out. The Standard's Home Affairs editor, Martin Bentham, is here. Martin, it seems like quite a high number of people in London are not registered to vote. Do we know why? I think the reason for that is is about three things. One is that there's a relatively young population in London. People move, therefore, more often when they're younger, generally speaking, and, of course, move from borough to borough or into the city or out of the city and so on. So that has one is one impact. Similarly, people renting, again, tend to be more uh, moving more quickly. Many of those will be the same young people we're just talking about, but they, again, move from borough to borough, so they fall off the register and forget to register or whatever. And, and there's some indication also that uh, the ethnic minority mix of London contributes as well because some 
perhaps more newly arrived groups are less in the habit of registering to vote and so on. I guess there'll be a lot of people who think maybe what's the point in me registering to vote? It doesn't matter anyway. But it really does. I mean, in The Leader, we talk about how the referendum could have gone a completely different way if a number of young people had gone through and, and gone through the process to, to get a vote. Yes, I mean, that was a famous example, but it's a, a factor that's played out in many, many elections where younger people in general have been less likely to take part in voting, despite actually all the sort of activism that we see from young people, the enthusiasm from a significant number of young people for politics and for political issues at the very least. Uh, and it's the older people who tend to turn out and, and vote in greater numbers. So, the, the, of course, that has an impact on the general election. And this time here in London, although, of course, there will be some seats that are fairly rock solid, uh, secure for the relative party, particularly Labour, there are many other seats that are very fluid. So all those factors create a quite an exciting mix, really, and one in which a relatively small number of votes in quite a few of the constituencies in London could make a very big difference to the outcome. And the newspaper is, of course, calling for as many people as who can register to vote to actually register to vote. And we're trying to make it easy for people as well, aren't we? Yes, we've published in the paper a QR code which you can swipe to to access the registration process, the web link as well. The basic point is to encourage people, whoever they're going to vote for, to get out there, register, make sure, and make sure also that if it comes to the election itself on December the 12th, that they don't suddenly think two or three days before, oh, I'd like to vote, I've now decided I will vote, but of course they haven't done the basics of getting registered to be able to do that, and, and that's the first important hurdle you've got to overcome. Yeah, and it's a pretty simple process of your sitting on the bus or on the tube right now and you can get the Wi-Fi to work and you've got a copy of the Evening Standard, you can do it right now, can't you? Exactly, yes, exactly. Next. The school children taking inspiration from air travel to highlight the pollution they face getting to the classroom. Hi, I'm Lawrence Delalio, host of the Evening Standard Rugby podcast, brought to you in partnership with QBE Business Insurance. The show is available to listen to now and right up to the end of the season when the winners of the Champions Cup will be crowned at Tottenham Hotspur Stadium and the fight for the Premiership title will be decided at Twickenham. QBE is one of the world's leading insurers and they will help your business build resilience through risk management and insurance solutions. Subscribe and download now wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for listening. On bonfire night, scientists estimate air pollution in cities rises by up to four times the daytime level. And somewhere like London, that could be dangerously high as it is. Across the world, governments are trying to tackle a mounting issue. In Delhi, a new car rationing system has been imposed that restricts private vehicles with odd-numbered licence plates to driving on odd dates. The even-numbered ones are allowed on the road the rest of the time. In London, there are efforts like the ULS charge to battle toxic air, but schoolchildren at Manorfield Primary in Bromley are walking through pollution that's equivalent to smoking 20 cigarettes a month. So they've launched their own campaign and we support it. A group of school children has donned oxygen masks to demonstrate outside against the unhealthy levels of pollution to which they're subjected from the traffic. Their action is a symbolic gesture, but an important one nonetheless, which reminds us that the capital's toxic air is one of the most pressing concerns. Mayor Sadiq Khan and ministers have all committed to tackling the problem with some measures, such as City Hall's ultra-low emission zone, already implemented. 
But the alarming scenes from Delhi this week, where pollution has hit lethal levels, show the consequences of not acting fast enough. And we congratulate the pupils for keeping this problem at the forefront of our minds. Now. Netflix, Amazon, Now TV, Disney Plus and now Apple TV Plus are all changing the face of television and the Selma actor David Oyelowo thinks they're changing minds too. He's told The Standard they're opening up audiences to more diverse shows and movies, allowing more avenues for stories about people of colour to be developed. And the rise of the new studios means investment in London, where series like Top Boy are filmed. Well, Lizzie Tobin's out of the newsroom, where she's been looking at the streaming wars for the Evening Standard. Lizzie, with so many services fighting for audiences, it must be key to survival for these companies that they find new, diverse stories to tell. Yeah, so I mean, Netflix is splashing out about $15 billion on content this year. Um, Amazon, it's thought to be about $7 billion. Uh, I don't think we've got figures yet from the newbies, but uh, I mean, Apple TV Plus has signed up, Steven Spielberg, Steve Carroll, Kristen Bell, Oprah Winfrey, you know, these guys aren't coming cheap. Obviously, the more money they put in, the more uh, diverse the content could be. Good news for consumers having that range of choice. But is this money coming into London as well? Are these people spending money here in the UK? Yeah, it is good news for London. So um, independent producers are uh, a big industry here. Um, the UK's production industry saw revenues grow about 10% to 3 billion last year. And that is partly thanks to much more work coming from the streaming giants. And uh, it's only expected to grow more this year. How do all of these streaming giants survive, given the amount of competition between them? <laughs> Interesting question. I think... Um, they're very much um, kind of following the tech guidelines right now of where you uh, chuck your everything you've got at a, at a startup in the first place to get this scale. For consumers, you know, the, the deals are looking cheap. So in the US, Disney announced its pricing first at about $7 a month, and very, which is half of Netflix. Um, and very soon after, Apple aggressively undercut it with a $5 launch price tag. And, and it's also going to give it away free for a year for anyone who buys an iPhone or Mac. And obviously... There are a few hundred million people who do that every year too. So, um, yeah, in terms of revenues coming in, um, they are taking a big hit. And as I said, they're spending hugely on content too. So in the short term, that's their, that's obviously their strategy. Long term, I don't know. I'm glad I'm not chief exec of Netflix right now because there's only so much debt a company can take on. <laughs> that's a very good point. Uh, there is a, a lot of content out there. A lot of it's very, very good. And they're, they're attracting names like Martin Scorsese, for example, who's, who's got a film coming out on Netflix shortly. But where does that leave our traditional broadcasters like the BBC and ITV? How are they able to compete in this? Yeah, it's uh, they've fallen behind the British broadcasters. Um, they are launching, so ITV and the BBC are launching a subscription video uh, business, BritBox, later this year. Um, I think analysts are a bit dubious of it. If you look at the kind of content that, that's going to be on it, it's uh, it's Love Island, it's Gavin and Stacey, it's Broadchurch. A lot of it you can get on iPlayer anyway. Um, there are going to be new programmes made for BritBox um, from next year, but the investment is kind of... Uh, I think ITV's put in £25 million this year, £40 million next year. I mean, that is kind of 10% of what Apple is spending on just two seasons of one of its shows, The Morning Show. It's very, very much minnow in a, in a big, big uh, industry. And that's The Leader. We're here for analysis and opinion every weekday at four. The Evening Standard also provides a morning news bulletin at 7am, which you can get through your smart speaker. Just ask for the news 
from the Evening Standard. I'm back tomorrow.